didgeridoo means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McCarran from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, December 3rd, 2012. Well, g'day folks and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode number 226. Well, Grant, I tell you what, we tried for a couple of weeks to leave uh, Qantas out of the Australia Desk reports, but uh, I tell you what, mate, two weeks we leave them alone and look what's happened behind our backs. I know, I know. They go out and become the launch company for Airbus's iPad flight bag. Ah, mate, it's an iPad app, it's from Airbus and it's an EFB. Why wasn't it Android? I don't know, mate. I think they might have uh, a few more, uh, let's say, um, important things to worry about there at Qantas based on the news uh, that's been brewing the last couple of weeks. I don't think uh, iPad and Android are foremost in their thoughts right now. I don't know. I should. I guess I should have seen it coming with all the reports about how they were giving everyone iPads. I thought that was bad enough. But yeah, I, mean, I bet there's a few teeth gnashing in um, Boeing that they're going as a launch customer for an Airbus iPad flight bag. But hang on. You seem to be indicating there's something bigger. Well, maybe that was just the final straw for a rebel group of investors who've been rumoured for the last few weeks or maybe even the last few months to have been plotting against Alan Joyce and uh, some interestingly familiar names amongst that uh, supposed rebel group. Oh, you mean it's time to get out the tinfoil hats? You mean our sources were correct? We've had people hassling us for the last few weeks, telling us all the rumours going on inside Qantas, and we've started to see it all break last week, but we were too busy having fun with the C-130Hs, and it's all come to the boil now. Dixon and his mate Joyce are no longer friends. Hang on, are you? Are, do you mean uh, the former CEO Jeff Dixon, who famously said this? And I'm sorry, I don't apologise. When asked about all the things that he'd done at Qantas? That would be him, and in fact, I think it's definitely time for the tinfoil hats, buddy, because here we go. See, what happened was the... Th- conspiracy theory rumour was that Dixon was grooming Joyce to run Qantas, not so much into the ground, but at least drop the uh, share price a lot so that Dixon and his mates like Singleton, who uh, happens to run a lot of ad agencies that Qantas puts money into, and uh, various other financial backers could actually take over and run Qantas the way they wanted and give Joyce a nice big reward. But it looks like Joyce has decided to go out on his own. He's decided, no, I'm going to turn around and bite the hand that feeds me. I'm going to be the mouse that roars, I'm going to hook us up with Emirates. And since then, well, all proverbial hell has broken loose in the Qantas political world. Good Lord, is that you, Grant McCarran, or is that Adam Curry I'm listening to? My goodness. Well, mate, I may have been listening to a few episodes of No Agenda with Adam Curry and uh, John C. Dvorak, but no, this was being told to me by other people, not just my own deranged imagination. All right, so let's go through some of the articles that we've got here. We've got a stack of them, and uh, we hope we don't take up more than about 20 minutes going through it. Just kidding, Rob. Basically, Dixon and Joyce have had a falling out, and because Joyce has gone with Emirates, Dixon doesn't agree with this, and so his rival faction group are now saying that Joyce is bad and that uh, they want to take over Qantas and they'll sell off the frequent flyer program, float Jetstar and rebuild Qantas International and make it the once beautiful thing that it used to be, which is really, really interesting given... Well, I think this quote really sums it up, doesn't it, Steve? Yeah, this quote comes from uh, Geoffrey Thomas of uh, Air Transport World and Australian Aviation. Alan Joyce is going through a very tough period, as is the entire airline industry. But what we have to remember here is most of the challenges that Alan Joyce faces at the moment 
were decisions made on Jeff Dixon's watch and also before him, James Strong's watch. There were bad decisions made at Qantas. They're trying to unravel those right now. Now, that's an interesting comment there by Jeffrey Thomas, who's one of the most respected aviation journalists in this country, I might point out. And Grant, it's interesting that uh, the whole time that Dixon was in charge of Qantas, Alan Joyce was actually not on that board. At that time, Alan Joyce was running Jetstar. That's right, mate. He became the CEO of Qantas after Dixon left, and it was a... uh pair off between uh, Joyce and Borghetti and the board decided to go with Joyce who was groomed in Dixon's image and would continue the same decisions and and processes the way Dixon had created and uh, we all know what happened there uh, Qantas got Joyce and Virgin got Borghetti and have just grown and grown and grown since then in fact right now it's got so fractious between Joyce and Dixon that Joyce has actually dumped Tourism Australia. Qantas have been putting a lot of money into Tourism Australia to help promote Australia, get more people coming in. And uh, Joyce has said, because Dixon is the chairman of the board of Tourism Australia and Dixon is trying to undermine and uh, destabilize Qantas, that uh, they've actually decided to uh, dump Tourism Australia and no longer fund them. I mean, how amazing is that? As if that wasn't enough, they still call Australia home thing. Guess who's stepping in to fill the void? Who do you think it might be, Steve? Well, I don't know, Grant. Do you think it might have been somebody else who used to be at the top of Qantas right there at the uh, the right hand of uh, Jeff Dixon himself? I think you could be right, mate. In fact, I alluded to him and even mentioned his name. That's right, Borghetti was seen having drinks with Jeff Dixon and uh, confirmed that they have been discussing Virgin Australia stepping in to fill the void when Qantas funding runs out. Now, the amount of money that Qantas is uh, going to pull out of uh, Tourism Australia, which is basically uh, a government promotional organisation to basically bring tourists into Australia, we're talking uh, in excess of $40 million. Now, uh, you know, Virgin is now at least uh, considering by all reports jumping in to fill that gap. Now, it's important to note here that uh, Virgin already has a memorandum of understanding with Tourism Australia. It's just looking now at perhaps putting in some more money. And interestingly, Grant, Singapore Airlines and Air New Zealand are also reported to be wanting to fill that gap from Qantas. So it's not going to hurt Tourism Australia too much, I suppose, except, of course, that Qantas is uh, far more recognised as the national flag carrier than uh, Virgin Australia is. But uh, once again, we see John Borghetti, the former top man at Qantas, now running Virgin. And uh, it'll be really interesting to see here if uh, he is going to now step in and take yet another slice of the uh, the Qantas pie, even if it's as a result of their own doing. Exactly, mate. It's getting really fascinating. The uh, opposition have called on uh, Tourism Minister Martin Ferguson to step in and mediate a resolution to the damaging dispute between Qantas and Tourism Australia. Mate, this is just like when uh, Joyce grounded Qantas and the opposition was jumping up and down, the government was running all around the place. It's all go again. This is great. There's a lot of uh, very big names in Australian business being tied up in this uh, this very convoluted plot. So I'm sure that uh, we'll be uh, following this uh, over the next uh, few weeks and months. This is going to take a long time to go away. Hey, pass me your desktop flight planner. Hey! <laughs> you won't be needing that anymore. Not when you have this. Ooh, iPad. Uh-huh, with Avplan. Avplan is a complete flight planner and EFB tool for iPad or iPhone. You can use it for VFR and IFR, and it has NAPES integration for weather and NOTAMs and unique weather overlays on your maps. Produce fast, professional flight plans and have unparalleled situational awareness during flight with Avplan from Avsoft. You can download it now from iTunes or visit avsoft.com.au. Avplan. More in your EFB.
Let's just mention quickly that uh, Australia's last uh, AP3C, Orion aircraft, has arrived back home uh, from the Middle East area of operations. We reported that the drawdown of those aircraft uh, was uh, happening a couple, uh, starting a couple of months ago, and that's now concluded. All of our uh, Orions are back in Australia, so that's wonderful news. Yay! It's great news for the uh, the Orion fleet to be back here. It's uh, you know lousy news for anyone who's uh, trying to do naughty things in our territorial waters because the eye in the sky is back. Absolutely, and of course those aircraft are based at RAF Base Edinburgh, which is uh, near Adelaide in South Australia. Now we uh, talked about the uh, the huge amount of fun we had last week at the uh, C-130H Retirement Services, and uh, of course the uh, the final day of operations for those aircraft was on November 30th. Uh, the aircraft uh, did the last of their big uh, public displays and uh, were given a great big uh, signing off ceremony with uh, all the big uh, chiefs from the Defence Force there up at RAF Base Richmond, and uh, those aircraft now uh, sail off into Australian Defence Force history, Grant, but uh, I tell what uh, one good news story is that uh, it's rumoured at least that uh, one of those aircraft will be uh, making its way down here to Melbourne to uh, Point Cook which is the home of the Royal Australian Air Force Museum so uh, it looks like at least one of them hopefully at least will be here on display and preserved uh, for all time that's great news that's the indication mate four are going to the Indonesian Air Force two are being retained by the RAF for training purposes at RAF Richmond and, of course, the Air Force Museum at Point Cook. So it looks like that's more than just a rumour. It looks like it's got some basis of fact behind it, but we'll believe it when it lands at Point Cook. And uh, the remaining six aircraft, there's a chance Indonesia may buy a few more as well. Well, let's hope so, because uh, we don't want to see those aircraft scrapped. You know what I reckon with those aircraft, Grant? Imagine if some civilian operator got his hands on them with our large mining industry. What great aircraft they would be for uh, operations around the mining industry, right? Just an idea. I mean, oh, pr- mate, probably we've, not we've practi- already heard how good they were in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, probably not practical, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think it'd be fantastic. And I'm, I'm, I tell you what, uh, they'd have no shortage of uh, trained, highly qualified air crews to operate them in their spare time. That much is certain. And I'll tell you what, mate, if it's going cheap enough, I don't know. The PCDU C-130, we've been joking about it for a while. It'd be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, now if some company starts up here in the next few weeks and decides to make a fortune out of that, I want a consulting fee for the idea, Grant. No, no, you just want a few more rides. Yeah, I'll take a few more of those. Any day of the week, mate. There you go, mate. There you go. Well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. We'll be back next week, no doubt, with more Qantas news. Until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm the tinfoil hat-wearing Grant McCarran. (laughs) In the morning to you, mate. Well, a hearty in the morning to you too, mate. Southern Skies Online Media